Welcome back to Locked On Spurs with the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's Five San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Hey, the Spurs are back. Yay. Yeah, they got a W. Okay, what's well, one versus the Sacramento Kings a couple of days ago. Uh, so hopefully they'll continue their winning ways tonight versus the Dallas Mavericks. We're going to be previewing tonight's matchup versus Dallas. Will the Spurs get a win versus their in-state rival? We'll, we'll find out what our guest has to say about that. And also, Derek White, yeah, still in a slump. Not trying to beat a dead horse here, but is it time to hit the panic button on him versus just the concern button? Do that, I'm joined by halftime co-host over, I'm sorry, no, now full-time host, excuse me. I got to make sure I give him his proper credit. He is Michael Jimenez. Uh, he's with San Antonio Sports Star. Michael, sorry, sorry for dropping the ball there. I, I know you're the full-time host. So, again, congratulations. Yes, I oh, I appreciate it, man. You know, it's been a fun ride so far. And right now I'm, you know, sharing time with uh, Rudy Jay and Jason Minix and Rob Thompson and James Pledger and Quinn Hudson. Every day I have a new guest. And uh, it's, it's been a fun show. You know, you know take, take it from somebody who does that a lot. It's good to have fresh uh, thoughts, fresh people on just to give a different – aspects on things so uh, another big reason why you should go and check out halftime over at san antonio sports star follow uh michael jimenez on twitter at mike espn right now he's all professional now look at that very professional <laughs> again that's at mike espn sa so uh no more 210 fantasy god i'm gonna miss that that's- i'm gonna miss that name michael i'm gonna miss that but now what you might not have known was that when i won rock the mic a couple of years ago, my Twitter handle was Ginobili Forever. Really? And it's still it's still uh, active in the sense that people can go out there and get that one. But it was Ginobili, the number four, and then Ever was my Such handle. Such a fan. Oh, after four years, yeah. Yeah, I wonder who your favorite spur is now. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was a Ginobili, Ginobili guy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so uh, before we dive into tonight's game, Spurs, Mavericks, uh, the, I'm glad they took care of business against Sacramento. I think that was a good sign. You know, they beat a team um, that you know it's on paper they should have gone toe to toe with. They just blew them out of the water from the jump. Thirty plus points in each and every quarter. Michael, you know, lit it up from uh, the three point line. Just, just a complete game. Yeah, it was a crazy game. I mean, the Spurs had what seven players with fifteen or more points. Yeah, uh, that that was impressive. They 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 spread the ball around very well. Dejounte Murray, man, is just taking it to another level this year. And you know he led the team with 26 points, and he just seems to have a motor that we've never seen before. He's always been fast. He's always been a decent, a good player. Uh, but this year, he seems to know his spots. He seems to be a lot smarter out there. It's almost like the game has slowed down for him. And uh, he had 26 points, but he could have had 30 or more if the refs hadn't blown these whistles on some of these potential steals that he had there. He was picking pockets out there, and uh, they were they were blowing the whistle on a couple of them. But uh, it was fun to watch, man. Lonnie got it going. The Buckets got it going. Fab uh, got it going. Uh, everyone was knocking down three-pointers against the Kings, so much so that the three-point shooting percentage was higher than the two-point shooting percentage for the Spurs that day. It's just it's just incredible how this team. Everybody thinks that they well, nobody. I, mean, I think it's more of a fact. They're just that one player away, that one all star player. But yet, 
on paper right now, if they get clicking, they, they, they could definitely rack up more wins than uh, losses, Michael. Well, I mean, a lot of things would have to, to align. A lot of stars would have to align there because uh, they, they're all interdependent on each other. Um, it, it was nice to see them score over 130 points, obviously, but they did it without Jakob Pertl as well, uh, which, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's kind of hard for us to determine exactly what is going on with the Spurs, what type of team are they with Pertl not there. I mean, don't get me wrong, Eubank stepped up and had more, had like, I think like 18 points. But uh, we can't count on Eubanks to be that guy night right. in, night out. Uh, but I think we'll get a better understanding of how what this team is going to be for the future when Portal comes back. Because right now, you know, with the Spurs record being four and seven, you know, what, could they have been five and six? Could they have been mm-hmm. six and five if Portal had been uh, in the lineup the past few games? Uh, but uh, you know, injuries happen. Uh, but you know, it's 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 almost like. There's a night and day difference between the team when they're playing at home sometimes and when they're playing on the road. One mm-hmm. of the stats that was shown during the game against the Kings was, you know, Devin Vassell shoots nearly 50% from three from all at home, and he's close to like 17% or, or somewhere in the mid-teens uh, when he's shooting three from uh, on the road. Mm-hmm. And uh, But when one gets it going, the other one seems to get it going. You know, when Lonnie's on fire, Vassell's on fire, and then all of a sudden Bryn's on fire. The only one that hasn't gotten that hot uh, has been Derek White, and that's just been an ongoing drama with him. I'm glad you brought him up. Let's start off with that. Let's, let's talk about uh, White. Uh, again, we're not trying to like just bash him. This is like the, I think this is the second lockdown Spurs we've done uh, talking about it, White. But again, goes one for six from the field versus Sacramento. Uh, wasn't that uh, uh, much of an impact guy on the offensive end? Uh, pretty much, you know, he did what he did on defense, but Popovich hammered home recently that, hey, we need Derek White on the offensive end. The players, at least they're telling the media they're there for him. They understand what he's going through. They feel for him. But uh, are, are you close to now just moving from the concerned position now to the, okay, okay, this is bigger. This is, the, are, you, are you warming up that panic button? On Derek White? The funny thing is, and you know, you and I talk about this on Lockdown Spurs, and we also talk off air about this, just, you know, having conversations. Right. And I've been concerned about Derek White even before the slump. Okay, because, yeah, he was one for six, he was 0 for 10, and the game before against OKC, he was four for 14. You add it all up, he's five for his last 30. You know, that's Jeez. 16 for. Yeah. And for the season, He's down to 30%. For the season, he's at 30% from three. There's a problem there. There's an issue there. And the trend line has been there for the past few years because a couple of years ago, he was shooting 48% from the field, then it dropped to 44, then it dropped to 41, and now we're at 37. That's the trend line. But more importantly, he's not even getting to the line. He had no free throw attempts against, uh, uh, in, in, against the Kings. He had no free throw attempts against Oklahoma City. So it's kind of hard for him to even get points. There's three things that I saw in this game with Derek White that concerned me. First of all, I don't know why they had him trying to close out the first and second quarter. Hmm. He tried taking the last shot at the end of the first quarter, tried making a move, lost control of the ball, lost the handle, recovered, put up a prayer of a shot that had no chance of going in. 
Then at the end of the second quarter, he's trying to make a move to end the quarter, and he ends up turning the ball over and then gets called for a, a violation on top of it all, right? At the end of at, – at, when the buzzer sounded at halftime, you know, the Spurs were up by 15, 17 points, and you can see Devin Vassell running off into the locker room, Lonnie Walker running off to the locker room. They're excited. Why? Because they're up 15, 16, 17 points. What did Derek White do the second that the buzzer sounded? Did you see? No, I didn't. He grabbed the ball, and he slammed it. And the ball went about three to four feet above his head. The team is celebrating being up double digits, and he is slamming the ball. Um, I think if, if that had happened at the end of the first quarter, maybe it would have been a technical. But it was so subtle, no one brought it up, but I saw it. And it was just – and he didn't even slam it to catch it. He slammed the ball and let it go up over his head. It was uh, – it's telling that he's, fr- that he's frustrated, he's flustered out there. And it's not like, oh, well, he's just missing threes. He is missing little runners. He is missing layups. He's, I mean, he's losing control of the ball when he's dribbling. He's getting turnovers. And the Spurs cannot continue to have him as a starter out there if they're going onto the court four on five offensively. Mm-hmm. Defensively, yeah, defensively, he's okay. He's not as good as he used to be defensively, but he's still decent. Mm-hmm. But man, I am um, panic button hit for me when it comes to Derek White, and that that panic started before these last three games. This episode of Lockdown Spurs is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's a place where friends and family can come to reconnect, a place where classmates can meet up for a study group, knowing they'll have dependable Wi-Fi and an endless supply of French fries and McFlurries. Win or lose, it's a place where teammates, competitors, the home or away team can come to recharge. It's a place where you can always look forward to stopping at on a long road trip to rest your legs and refuel. Hey, I've been to McDonald's so many times since I was a kid. I still go to now. Got to try that coffee. It'll get you going in the morning. Or, hey, did you ever know somebody who ever worked at McDonald's? I did. And what was the last road trip you took where you did not go to McDonald's? So head on out to your local McDonald's right now to refuel and reconnect. Did somebody say Lockdown Spurs watch party? Hey, I'm loving it. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are turning to football as teams are back in the gridiron to start the football season. As always, BetOnline, your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest. Open now at BetOnline. Head to the website, BetOnline.ag. Or use your mobile device to sign up today and get yourself a 100% welcome bonus. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. From football, basketball, boxing, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts use promo code LOCKEDON. Yeah, you, you look at uh, Derek White and... It's it's not it's becoming more of you know the slump is a little longer than I think uh, that the Spurs need him to be in right now. They're fortunate that they have David Vassell to, uh, that has been picking up the scoring slack at least versus Sacramento. They had Drew Eubanks, 
uh, pouring some points on the offensive end. But you look at where he ranks among uh, other point guards in the league. You you hit it in the nail. You know, defensively, he's he's good. He's third in blocks at his position. That's great. But you look at some of the offensive uh, numbers slash stats here. He's 31st in points among NBA point guards. 32nd in field goals made. 39th in three-point percentage. So, yeah. And 24th in free throws just made, let alone 26th in f- and, uh, field goals attempted. So, and then free throws attempted, he's just uh, ranked 20th. This is a situation I think the Spurs are going to have to do something with him. Either they're going to have to just live with him, just clanking it, as we saw, versus the Kings, or they're going to have to do something that you've been advocating for, is moving him into a different role, perhaps off the bench. But if they do move him to the bench, Michael, um, do you think that really will solve it? Do you really think that will cure whatever the funk he's in? It's, it's the same old story. He does not play well with DeJounte Murray on the court. They don't play well together offensively. And, and everyone says, well, yeah, they, they, but they are both good defenders and they can defend well together. But offensively, it is, it is not a pretty sight. Derek White has no role offensively with DeJounte Murray on the court. DeJounte Murray has, has taken the leap. He has, uh, he has the ball in his hand score. Derek White looks lost offensively. And it's beyond the fact that he's not the shots are not going in. He looks like he's lost on, on the offensive side of the ball as to what he's supposed to be doing. I want him to be on the court every time DeJounte Murray steps off the court. That should be the role that he plays. And that might be 14 to 16 minutes. Maybe they play together for five or six minutes so that he can get up to 20, 22 minutes a game. But he is, he is not the complementary player that DeJounte Murray needs on the offensive mm-hmm. end. And I'm sorry, I understand that defense is important, but you cannot have a point guard out there or have a shooting guard out there, whatever we call Derek White's position these days. We cannot have him out there, you know, going one for six. 0 for 10, 4 for 14. I mean, I don't even know how he's even getting this a shot attempt. It's, <laughs> it's just like, like he doesn't deserve them anymore. And I, and, I, and, I, and I wonder how much of this has something to do with expectations of the fact that, correct me if I'm wrong, but is Derek White the, the highest paid spur? I believe so. I think he is. He's right up. He's up there, right? Mm-hmm. He's got four, yeah. years, four years, $70 million. He's getting 15 and a half this year. And think about it. The trend line is looking bad. And three seasons from now, he's going to be making $19 million for the Spurs. Good Lord. And his, Good and Lord. his money's guaranteed. So, man, this is going to look like a bad contract if it keeps going the way that it is. But I like Derek White. I think he's a good player. Just because we're kind of beating a dead horse right now doesn't mean that he's not a good player. It just means that he's not a good player to fit what's going on offensively with the team. It also means that Devin Vassell might actually be a better player. Mm-hmm. And Devin, oh, Devin Vassell, for sure. I mean, what is Vassell? A three, a two? Doesn't matter. He just needs to be in the lineup more. They need a swap minutes. And uh, it's, it's, it's disappointing because even Bryn Ford uh, is outplaying Derek White right now. I, you know, the, the, the fact that uh, Vassell has been one of the bright spots this season. I mean, that's just great. And he can 
cover up for Derek White's uh, shortcomings right now. They can just quickly, you know, swap out, swap out White and throw in Vassell, and the Spurs are gold. But you, you know, you perhaps lurking in the shadows, Michael. Get your thoughts on this: is Trey Jones? He's been seeing a spike in minutes. He is a, a point guard, you know, in the truest sense of the of that word. You know, a point guard run the offense. You know, set up guys first. Uh, you know, looks for his shot second. Could could you foresee the Spurs perhaps letting him kind of dip into White's minutes if this continues? Uh, that's very interesting because I don't know what to make of him yet. I, I like Trey Jones a little bit. You know, he, he, he plays kind of – they're giving him more and more opportunities, which is fine. And, and, and I just don't know what role he fits into the whole equation. I, I got to see more of it. Would I be okay with it? The minutes have to come from someplace, right? I would mm-hmm. rather see Trey Jones dip into Brent Forbes' minutes. Uh, but uh, I, and I know people will say, well, they play different positions, but, you know, that doesn't really work in the NBA. I mean, two-point guards and two shooting guards, it's really just bigs and smalls. And, um, you know, Trey is showing that he deserves to be on the court a little bit more and more. I mean, I, I'm, I'm okay with him being out there 12 to 16 minutes a game. But, you know, Derek White's funk right now. Something needs to change. And mm-hmm. I don't think being demoted to the bench is necessarily a bad thing because we need defense on the second unit. We need someone to, who's competent to run the points in the second unit. Um, but like I said, man, uh, DeJounte Murray, that leap comes from the expense of someone, and that expense is their wife. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how the Spurs deal with this if this continues. It is just a bad, bad, bad spot he's in right now. I really thought after Pop kind of sort of called him out, not really, but kind of saying, you know, we need him. You know, he's in a, he's in a really bad spot right now. You know, the players are – I mean, think about it, too. When Pop talked about White, he just flat out said it. Usually Pop will – you know, do the usual pop things. Oh, he's, you know, all pros go through this. You know, they, they'll be fine. You know, he was just, boom. Oh, he's in a bad way. <laughs> he just volunteered that. So, yeah. And then, and well, then the, know, the, the, go ahead. Pop has his favorites. And, and Pop will also, also has a history of hanging on to players a year or two too long. You know, that, that's his thing. He loves certain players and he, and, he, and he roots for them. And you can tell he wants them to get out of that funk. And, and I don't know, I mean, I don't know if it's something that where, where Derek White's going to get back to where he was. I mean, he can mm-hmm. improve the shooting percentage, and he might get 12 or 14 points against the Mavericks. And, and you know, I mean, it's possible. Uh, but, you know, at, at the end of the day, though, um, you know, I, I don't see what he's trying to accomplish offensively out there. It's beyond the shots not going in. It's, it's the fact that, it's almost like they're forcing the ball to him to try to get out of the, the, the slump. And that doesn't work. It, it needs to be part of the offense. It needs to be part of the movement. He's not moving mm-hmm. without the ball. He's not doing the, the little things that he used to do. And there was a couple of times against the Kings where he passed up shots. Now, mm-hmm. it, it, went, it went in the stat book as an assist to Lonnie Walker for a three in the corner, to Bryn Forbes on the left-hand side for a three. It went down as, a, as an assist. Great. Right? He got a stat. 
But what did I see? I saw him pass up an open three-pointer to do that. Why yeah. did he pass up an open three-pointer? Because he doesn't have the confidence right now. And I get it. I absolutely get it. I don't want to beat a dead horse, like you said, but, uh, you know, you got to shake things up a little bit. And the fact of the matter is, is that are the Spurs trying to win or are the Spurs trying to tank? Because if the Spurs are trying to win, then they're not playing their best players then, man, because that means Devin Vassell should get more minutes than Derek White. Celebrate the freedom of choice with Built Bar. Did you know you can choose from many delicious flavors at Built Bar? Well, you can get coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, salted caramel, strawberry. The list goes on and on. There's definitely a flavor for each and every Built Bar fan. And hey, look, if you feel like you're going to miss out, they have the mix box. You'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, they're also healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today. Get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. That is pretty cool. Go to Built.com right now and get yourself 15% off your order. That's Built.com, 15% off once again at Built.com. And and you throw this in too, um, you know, if, if he's really in a bad spot, which I think all signs are pointing to right now, then why not? I mean, again, in a season where you got nothing to lose, why not just try Trey Jones, you know, a little bit more? Maybe use Primo, bring him up, uh, give him some of the minutes until White gets right. But yeah, it's going to be uh, interesting to see how this, if this does continue. Hopefully, it does not continue versus a team that they're winless against this season, the Spurs and Mavericks. Michael, get things going later on tonight. Uh, hey, it's going to be Fiesta night. The Spurs are going to bring out their new Fiesta jerseys. So there's that positive sign. Yay, Michael. But uh, <laughs> 0-3 versus Dallas. Drew Eubanks made it very clear. I'm sorry, 0-2, excuse me. 0-2 versus Dallas. And Drew Eubanks said they do not want to go 0-3 versus uh, their in-state rival. The, the Mavericks, no matter how bad they're playing or how good they're playing, Against the Spurs, these games are always, always uh, tight, hotly contested. How do you see tonight's game going? Will the Spurs fall down 0 with the three or get their first win against the Mavericks? Nah, the Spurs are going to lose this game. Wow. Uh, okay. And, you know, it, it, it's weird. The Spurs have played the Mavericks tough twice, right? Lost by one, and I believe they lost by like five or six yeah. uh, the first time. Um. But this is the first time that, that we're playing a team that has all their star players. Kristaps Porzingis is in the lineup. You know, the, the, he was not in the lineup for the Mavericks the first two times they played the Spurs. And I know that's a seven-footer out there. And the Spurs, I mean, a seven-footer who hangs around the perimeter. Who do the Spurs have that's actually going to be able to guard him? And uh, Porzingis' last game you know, against the Bulls, you know, he, he went for – over 20 points and, and like 12 rebounds. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's still a fourth. He's not as good as he used to be with the Knicks. But he's still a big body out there with no portal. Uh, I, I can just see the Spurs losing the uh, the rebounding uh, edge right. by a large margin. I mean, if you're if you're Jason Kidd, just do the exact same thing you did in the previous game. Just go big. I mean, Boban had himself a game. Uh, Powell yeah. had himself a game. I, I never thought I'd say this on Lockdown Spurs, Michael, but 
the Spurs got to have an answer for Brunson, Jalen Brunson. <laughs> Brunson went off against the Spurs in the last game. Absolutely went off, and it's weird because I was looking at the uh, the box score for the uh, the Mavericks against the Bulls, and uh, Brunson's back on the bench. You know, he's still getting twenty minutes or so, but you know, if he's playing the Spurs, he's going to be out there for at least thirty. Man, he just. <laughs> He just ate up DeJounte and Derek White. Brunson. I can't believe this. Brunson is a guy the Spurs. And it's not just that one game. You know, every time he sees silver and black jerseys, or in this case, the Fiesta jerseys, he just pops off and just goes wild on that. As usual, you know, you, you the Spurs, they got to look at uh, Luka, uh, sorry, yeah, Luka Doncic. Again, a thorn on the Spurs side. You know, Michael, he averages his fifth best point per game in his career versus San Antonio. He averages nearly a triple-double versus San Antonio, although he didn't get closer in the last meeting, but he is capable of giving it to San Antonio as, as I think all other NBA teams get it from Luka Doncic. But who do you want to see step up tonight for San Antonio to get this W versus the the Mavericks? Is it going to be Derek White? Is it going to be the bigs? Because Popovich did say prior to uh, tonight's game that Pirtle will not be back. Because technically he could be back tonight, but Pop said he's not going to be playing tonight versus Dallas. You know, Thad Young might be the guy that needs to step up. He's got size. He's got experience. He could bang bodies. You know, we, we saw against the Kings, he could put up some points. He could get to the line. Uh, I think if the Spurs have any chance of winning tonight, I think that Young needs to have a big game. And that's not a name that Spurs fans necessarily want to hear because we've heard from the longest time that, oh, well, he's not going to be part of the mix. Spurs might trade him to the Suns. We've heard all, all that stuff over the last three or four months. But the fact of the matter is, is that he's part of the team and he's a big body out there. And the Spurs need size. So I think that Young needs to have a big game. I think Eubanks needs to show up and at least score 12 points. And uh, DeJounte needs to be DeJounte because he needs to kind of go toe-to-toe points-wise with Luka. Uh, Luka mm. can't go off for 35 and DeJounte only get 20. He needs to go, you know, mano a mano with him on that. Uh, but all things need to click, man, because, yeah, the Spurs came close twice, but that was about Porzingis. And, and and like you said, Boban was out there with size. It's, they just body up the Spurs. So the Spurs need to counter with, with whatever bigs we've got. No fertile. That means Thad Young needs to be out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we also need to see uh, McDermott kind of repeat what he did against the Kings because uh, the Spurs tend to win when McDermott does well. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've noticed that. No, There's a yeah. bit of a between that. Uh, he's probably the best spur right now when it comes to moving without the ball. So, uh, yeah, I'd say Young and McDermott and Eubanks are probably the keys of the game. Yeah, I think, you know, it's probably an overarching uh, point for each and every game moving forward is they all got to be clicking on, on the cylinders. You said earlier in the show that they feed off each other and – you know, hopefully they can continue doing those those positive vibes tonight versus Dallas, a team, a Dallas team that at least in their their last meeting, you know, I saw Porzingis kind of look like New York Nick Porzingis versus the Bulls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's he he looked like he uh, uh, found a little bit of a good strike there for himself. But yeah, you know, there's Manny that middle tonight for San Antonio with no Pirtle. It's it's containing as best you can Luka Doncic. 
not letting Brunson Brunson go off versus the Spurs. It's going to be a good, good game. Uh, you, you said uh, that the Spurs are going to lose, though. And if they do, I mean, what do you expect? You, you know, this is a very young team, and Dallas, you know, just has that one thing that the Spurs don't, and that's a megastar in Luka Doncic. And hopefully it doesn't come down to that because we know he's capable of just wrecking San Antonio. Oh, yeah, most definitely, man. You know, the the Mavericks are a good team. You know, they'll probably be a top four seed in the West this year when it's all said and done. They have the superstar. They have a complimentary star. Uh, you know, they've got decent defense. They've got shooters all over the place. And, you know, like you said, Brunson, I mean, come on, man. The Spurs are making all-stars out of certain players. Mascala, a couple of, you know, last week. <laughs> Looking like an all-star against the Spurs, so it's just yeah. a uh, it, it's 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 going to be a very difficult season. I'm glad the Spurs got a win against the Kings. I'm glad that that uh, they're not going to be, you know, with a record that the Houston Rockets will eventually get. The Spurs are out there trying. Uh, I hope they get Pop his 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 26 wins this year. Yep. Uh, but uh, but uh, man, after watching Duke and Kentucky the other day. Uh, I don't want them to get much more than 26 points, <laughs> 26 wins. Uh, Did you see that? Amoni Bates? I mean, he just went off. Yeah, man. And, and, uh, and Chet, uh, Chet had a good game from Gonzaga. And yeah, just it made me drool to see the possibilities, the possibilities. Uh, one of those guys wearing silver and black colors. I'm right oh, there with you, imagine, Michael. Oh, go ahead. Imagine the Spurs, if the Spurs somehow got. Uh, Paulo Banchetta from Duke, Oof. and and the and the Spurs' best players five years from now would be would be named Banchetto and Primo. Uh, I'm down. So I'm down. In, in Fiesta jerseys, which by the way, with the Fiesta jerseys, I'm like, I like the Fiesta shoes, but I'm not that big of a fan of the actual jersey. Well, you did you see those shoes I sent you? The pictures of them that the, the, the Spurs yeah, are giving away. Those great. are those are nice. Those are. Solid, solid. I'm not a big fan of the uh, of, of the uniform though. Though my wife saw it and really liked it. I, I just I don't know. It's, it's the the I don't know, man. It, it just didn't work for me. It looks it looks like those um, some of the patterns remind me of like those those doilies that you have at, at like grandma's house. You know that you that you put your your drinks on or, or whatever. Um, it's it it just didn't do it for me. But the shoes, man, the shoes are yeah. super nice. Yeah, that that that's exactly the way they should be. Well, custom sneakers should look like, not too much, not too little. That right yeah. there in the middle, that's perfect. And Jordan ones, they're on Jordan ones too, so that's fun. That's a fun. That's a fun get if you are one of the five lucky winners that the Spurs are going to give away to these uh, great, great, great looking custom sneakers. You can check that out over at kens 5com slash Spurs, Michael. Tell us what's going on over at San Antonio Sports Star halftime. What you got cooking over there? Oh man, halftime from twelve to two. Uh, it's it's a fun show because it's beyond sports. Um, you know, I was talking to uh, some of the, some of our station fans the other day. We were at a Rock the Mike event, and uh, it, it was nice for them to give positive feedback about the fact that it's it's a sports show, but it's not just sports. It's pop culture. It's nostalgia. You know, we have we had a, a conversation about Paul Rudd uh, be, uh, being being named People Magazine's sexiest man uh, of the year. 
Michael Jimenez yeah. didn't get didn't get the nod. Uh, I, I find Dude, that crazy. Uh, from what I understand, I got fourth and Pledger got third. So uh, you know, we we just have fun conversations about this and the other, about restaurants, about date nights, about uh, trying to find Pledger a date. You know, there's a lot of fun topics that we have there. And again, the show's from twelve to two, uh, and I have a rotating co-host. I've Rob Thompson on Monday, Jason Minix on Tuesday, Rudy J on Wednesday, Pledger on Thursday, and on Friday, uh, Jack Thompson or Quinn Hudson come in. Uh, maybe the new Rock the Mike winner, which is going to be announced uh, next week. Uh, so it's it's good times at the San Antonio Sports Star. Go follow Michael on Twitter at MikeESPNSA and listen to him Monday through Friday, noon to two. 1250 AM, 94.5 FM. Subscribe to Lockdown Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify. Tell your smart speaker to play Lockdown Spurs. We thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. And look, there's a game tonight. Might as well go check out Lockdown Mavericks. See what's going on uh, on their neck of the woods ahead of tonight's game. By the way, did you put your, your name in the hat for those sneakers? Did you put an entry in? I haven't. I, I didn't. Uh, yeah. That's something I need to accomplish today. Yeah, I think I got to put my name in the hat, too. I think we're eligible, right? We, we can win them, right? We don't, we're not going to be excluded. I, I, I didn't think about it, man. I, I, I just I just saw them, and I thought to myself, you know, but if I win at, uh, at poker over at the uh, card club next time, you know, maybe I'll, throw, maybe I'll just spend money on that. There you go. Yeah, do that. All right. He is Michael Jimenez over Mike. Jimenez, I am Jeff Garcia. We're putting a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs.